0: Okay, well, welcome to another episode of this week with Drew. This is for Thursday, December twelfth, and my friggin' battery on my camera died. So we're going old school, man. Audio only podcast. Uh yeah, hopefully fucking uh you listen to it or like it. But anyways. Yo, let's start the show. Big Drew and the motherfucking audio. I got no video for my shit. The battery died and I'm out of luck in it sitting around doing no good is my camera and uh oh oh the rapping is ending oh hello hi welcome to another episode of this week with drew this is for thursday december 12 2019 it's- Oh, you're your fucking five bucks in the VLT? Hi, uh, uh, right off the top, I want to shout out my motherfucking Patreons, John, Greg, Isaac, Joel, Mike, Bryce, and the motherfucking Street Demons, and Breece, and motherfucking Day, and Marnus, and as always, my number one supporter, PG, and Calm, and Brothers Grimm, and any other motherfuckers from the hood, anybody else who watches this, or new people from Lethbridge, hello, um, uh, or new people that I've met on tour, how are you, how was my week? Okay, so last week I was fucking broadcasting to you from, uh, Grand Prairie, and that was dope, man, we did two shows at the casino, and they were fire, and then Thursday I had a little guest spot at a show for Scott Belford, and, uh... In Grand Prairie at a bar called Mad Hatter's and just fucking roasted that room. And then uh, Friday and Saturday, I was at the Boston Pizza in Dawson Creek, British Columbia. And I was driving up with Claire Belford, who was my opener this trip. And she was like, have you ever been here before? And I was like, no, I don't think I've ever. I can't remember being here in Dawson Creek before. And I uh, and then I drove in and I saw the Chances Casino and it all came flooding back to me that, yes, I had indeed been to Dawson Creek before and it did not go well. (laughs) I went there with Dan Clark and he just got absolutely wasted before the show and fucking just, just doing crowd work for, like, 20 minutes and just pissed off all these old ladies. Like, to be honest, the the, the show was set up for complete failure. It's a giant slot farm, man. Just all these, far, like, just slots just laid out like a farm, and then they put the little stage, like, in the corner, but there's no, like no partition to indicate that this is like the end of the casino and the start of the showroom it's just a little stage and then there's people like along the side of the wall in the corner that are gambling that don't have to pay there's no you know there's no way to hold the door there's nothing like that so we went there and whatever it was a cold call too i think belford hooked up the number and then i fucking went there and yeah, Clark just ate a big dick doing drunken crowd work and then I and it's all people who are gambling anyways. Like it's just it's hostage, like surprise comedy. <laughs> like if you're there is something seriously wrong with you, if you're just out And then a comedy show starts and you're like, well, I guess I'm just doing this now. Like if I was out doing something and then I just and then I didn't know and then a comedy show just started, I would just leave. (laughs) I would be like, I didn't sign up for this. I don't want to be here. But fucking people are just like, it's so weird that some people like, well, okay, well, I guess this is just what we're doing now. And then the comedian starts doing crowd work and then gets mad at you when you're not answering it's like you're just eating dinner <laughs> now it's like well my name is john and i'm a pipe fitter like what <laughs> like what the fuck so yeah ate a huge dick last time i was in dawson creek and uh, but this time was much different because we were at the Boston Pizza, which honestly, on paper, sounds like a fucking horrible gig. You're going to go do the Boston Pizza in Dawson Creek? Like, buddy, that sounds horrible. But uh, it wasn't. (laughs) The lounge was set up in a semicircle with a bar in the corner. There's no pillars um, impeding the sight lines. And the guy put a stage with a spotlight and a mic stand and a mic and a curtain behind it. And honestly, I have played comedy clubs across this country that were worse than this boston fucking pizza and it's because the dude cares shout out to chris at at the boston pizza in dawson creek because he actually likes comedy he actually cares and he set it up in, in a way that it's like yo if the fucking ceilings are low and the lights are off and the tvs are off then buddy we're gonna smash it so it was just it was sick and i swear to god friday was like one of the best i was just in the zone man like just fucking riffing and People were out there, and I was pumping the podcast, which I'm kind of bummed now. I got to release an audio-only version of it, but that's okay. Um, So then Friday was good, and then Saturday, all the shows went well for the whole week. Well, the Tuesday one in Grand Prairie was fucking hard because there was nobody in there, but I knew there's always one show that's a fucking stiffy, and then sure enough, Saturday crowd comes in, and they're a goddamn stiffy but it was still good, like, it was still fine, but, man, it's just, every crowd gets the show that they deserve, you know, like, fuck, if you're gonna be a stiff audience, but, oh, yo, (laughs) on Friday, I forgot, there was this bald fucking guy, and I swear to God, he was just sitting right in the front, like, right in the front, he had his arms crossed, and he was looking ahead the whole time, he wasn't looking at the stage, he was just, like, looking straight across the table at his girlfriend the whole time with his arms crossed, and, like, whatever, like, I'm killing it, but it's, like, it's hard, man, like, it's hard to not focus on the fucking one guy who's not laughing. You're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, this whole place is dying and you're just sitting here. So it's like, this. it's almost distracting, you know? You're like, so eventually I was like, yo, bro, like, are you a cop? Because <laughs> that is usually the people, like, because he was kind of muscly and he was bald and he was stoic. And I'm like, bro, like, usually it's fucking cops just hate me because i'm so joyful about smoking dope and they're like so mad that they can't do anything (laughs) like they just get so fucking choked and cops hate me so much um but it's mutual man fuck the police Motherfucking snake and mongoose. So then, whatever. I started ripping on this fucking guy, and then he tried to like get me back, and I, I'm just like, "Are you a cop?" He's like, "I don't know. Are you a panhandler?" Like, it's like indicating, like trying to be like, "Oh, comedy is panhandling." And I was like, "Fucking right, I'm a panhandler, bro. I'm making 200 bucks a minute right now." <laughs> it's like, yo, honestly, if you're at a comedy show and you're gonna try to throw like a shot at a comedian, like all you have to realize is like. You better real like you better have more than one ready to go cuz I've been doing this for fucking 11 years buddy like I got a fucking you got one bullet in the chamber and I'm loaded up like Rambo with fucking clips ready to blam on you and you ain't think I never gone toe-to-toe with a fucking bald looking cop at the front row fuck buddy so I just started torching this guy (laughs) I honestly don't even remember what I was saying but everyone was like oh and I was like yo you think you could catch me motherfucker I'm out here every single night and whatever and then I kind of roasted him a bit and then I got back to the jokes and it was all good and then fucking he um, he was still like not laughing or whatever. And then I made a couple more remarks. And I'm like, I was like, why is my joy not infectious to you, sir? And he just, I don't know. Everyone was fucking. And then finally, I always wrap my headlining set with like 15 minutes of guitar playing. So then for the, for, so I just picked up my guitar and I usually normally start with like these written songs, but I just thought it'd be so funny to just not say anything and just start like singing about him. And I was like, bald knock man in the front row, he's not laughing at my show. And I just started singing this song about how, how wacky was. And I, and as soon as I finished, everybody started clapping and he put on his coat and he fucking stormed out. <laughs> And it was right in the front row. Like everyone was looking at him because I was singing this song about him. And then I finished and he fucking put on his coat and he stormed out. And. Oh, man, it was so funny because earlier I had made a joke about, like, I'm being like, you're going to beat me up in the parking lot. And he kind of gave, like, a, oh, yeah, well, we'll see about that. And then he storms out, and then and then someone was like, oh, he's waiting for you. And I was like, yo, it's cool. I just don't have to, I'll just live here now. Like, I don't have to leave Boston pizza <laughs> if this scary narc man is fucking waiting for me. Like, I'll just live here. I'll sleep on a Boston brute. What the fuck's the problem? Just fucking fluff out a little bolognese and... Sleep on a, on a pierogi uh, from the pierogi pizza. <laughs> but everyone was like, everyone was like, oh, and I was like, yo, I actually feel bad. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, be mean to this guy. But it's like, yo, like, you can giggle, man. Like, there, I wasn't, like, I'm funny. I'm clean. There's no reason to be mad. And then his girlfriend was in the front. And I'm, like, I was talking to her. And I'm like, yo, like, what's, like, is he okay? What's going on? She's like, he was just uncomfortable being in the front row. and And there's just, he just didn't want to. And I think he was just, like, a super introverted guy and he just didn't like the fact that like everyone was looking at him and then i sang a whole song about him where the whole fucking like a hundred people are just looking at him and i'm singing about how much of a prick he is i feel bad now oh man and then he stormed out and then everyone was like oh it was pretty it was kind of funny so yeah i fucking walked the guy i i haven't walked anybody in a long ass fucking time but i walked this guy Oh, I got some nice red rose going here. Yo, this reminds me of old school this week with Drew. I don't know if anybody's been listening since the first inception of this podcast in like 2010. But I used to just lay on my bed and just fucking yell into the microphone before I sat in my chair and yelled into the into the fucking uh, camera. But here I am now, man. Um, Okay, good. So that was how was my week. And then I came back from Lethbridge. Oh, and then I came back from Lethbridge. And fucking uh, Sunday, I was at Empress, and that was sick. Regular Edmonton room stopped off at my old stomping grounds. The Druid, man, saw Goitz. Fuck, bro, the manager of the uh, Druid, now Urban Tavern, whatever, did this bar in Edmonton. He was there, and I was there when I first started, too. It was crazy. It was like Benjamin Button, like, here we are 10 years later, standing in the exact same place on Earth, doing the exact same fucking thing. It's like, does anything really ever change? I don't know. Fuck. Because it's like me and this guy, and we worked together 10 years ago, and here we are, working together 10 years later, doing the exact same fucking thing. <sighs> I don't know. I guess things change, but it was kind of trippy to like just think about. It's like, fuck, man. Like, I'm like Dr. Manhattan. Yo, I've been watching The Watchmen on, on HBO. If you haven't watched The Watchmen on HBO on crave buddy this show is fucking crazy if you're a fan of the original 12 editions of the watchman or the compilation graphic novel this thing is like it's real tight man like it does not it's 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 a unique and original while still maintaining the universe and dr manhattan is fucking he looked kind of weird when they did the reveal but fuck man it's a pretty sick show um I've been watching that and I also watched Survivor, bro. I've been watching Survivor again and uh they ejected this guy for being a fucking cre- creepy me too toucher, this fucking guy. He got a warning. He's the first guy to ever be ejected from Survivor in 39 seasons, but he was creeping on some of the girls at night. He was like snuggling up on them and gripping them up and stuff to the point where they brought it up and they're like, hey, yo, this is your official warning." And then apparently at the end of the episode, fucking last night, they just showed some like black card, like title card. It was like Dan was removed from the episode after another incident occurred with a not a a cast member and off camera. So this guy was creeping on like the microphone lady or the camera lady or the fucking one of the producers or something just can't stop. These old guys are just stuck in their fucking ways and they literally don't even see anything wrong with it, like grabbing your shoulder or gripping you up or fucking touching your hair, like, unconsenting. They literally... Because their their view of the world is so objectified, like everything is an object to them. So they're like, well, what? I'm just fucking glad you had a little fucking hair. I give, give you a little fucking pat on the ass like they truly don't see anything wrong with it. And it's so fucking good that these dudes are on their way out, man, because like it's so uncomfortable. It's probably prevented so many talented people from fucking rising up. Because of, uh, you know, they're scared of the implications right now. And it's good that these dudes are not getting away with it anymore. And they got to be put on fucking notice. And I think they definitely are. And, like, it must be so hard for some creepy old pre-two guy to fucking get a new assistant. And he's like, ah, back in the day I used to just. And now he has to be, like, treat her like a person. (laughs) And he's, like, so choked. (laughs) These guys don't even fucking get it, man. So, yeah, he got ejected for the first guy ever for just fucking gripping up. Who knows what he did? But, um, yeah, pretty crazy, man. That's my big news with Drew right there is fucking Survivor Dan got kicked off. And uh, The Watchmen is crazy on HBO. And I went to Banff. That's the last thing I'm going to talk about is I went to Sunshine Village with the motherfucking boys and mink my one of my best friends from high school or from fucking forever actually <laughs> is so gnarly this guy did a front flip on first day and fucking broke his board and fucked himself up so he couldn't come the second day which was a uh, sad man but uh you know you gotta fucking go on and then me and uh my buddy Los, also one of my best friends from ref forever is a skier now he's converted i got him from fucking well he did it himself but man boarding is just so bad it's so hard for you man like it's just hard on your body so he's a skier and then we just fucking shredded like two skiers just out there just ripping man holy fuck it was awesome, man. Being back in the mountains just makes you feel like... And, bro, like don't make the mistake of looking at real estate. If you live in fucking Toronto and you start looking at real estate prices in the mountains, you're like, why the fuck would I buy an 800-square-foot condo for a million dollars when I can buy a fucking 1,500-square-foot house for $500,000 in Banff? Like, oh, my God, man. I just want to live in the fucking mountains and just have a beard and eat beef jerky and go ski and. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man <laughs> um, okay well yo sick uh, this has been uh, the audio version of this week with Drew for this week and then next week I'm back and I left my fucking battery charger in Toronto so well will run back again I'm anticipating very low engagement on this episode <laughs> but that's okay <laughs> uh thank you for if you listen to the end as always yo i'm in edmonton for another couple days so hit me up if you want to hang out if anybody's from edmonton you want to fucking chill uh hit a brother up okay fucking a's you're fucking fucking, drinking you're fucking drinking